original six. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Original Six, the podcast dedicated to just about everything Toronto Maple Leafs. How's it going? Thank you very much for joining us, and welcome to the potty. Just had to say it. Welcome to the potty. Get used welcome to, that. We're to the potty. Of course. Uh, thank you of very course. much for listening. This is our first ever episode. Very exciting. I know we're excited. And uh, so bear with us. You know, we might have some technological kinks here and there. But it's going to be great. We have a great episode planned. And I have to introduce my co-hosts here, Paul Ananitis and Zach Mullen. How are you doing today, guys? Good, good. I'm excited. I'm fired up. Pretty good, pretty good. Let's do it. All right, so this is the first episode of hopefully what is many episodes. And I think the best way to start it off is just to give everyone a little bit of info about ourselves. I think kind of get that out of the way. Yep. We want our fans, the, uh, the original Sixers, to know a lot about us. Yes, I did coin that. <laughs> the original Sixers. <laughs> the original Sixers. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so uh, do one of you want to start us off? Just kind of a quick little intro about you and your Maple Leaf fandom. Should I say? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can go first. So, obviously, my name is Paul Ananitis. I am from Markham, Ontario, and I have been a Leaf fan since birth. Everyone in my family has been a Leaf fan. I've even been watching them since we were horrible, like six, seven years ago, when ooh, Kadri was on our top line, and we had Colt North, Fraser McLaren, the tank team. Ooh, that was those the were best tough team. times. That was the best team. What are you saying? That was the yeah, tank that's true. Team. A lot of fights, but like, yeah, <laughs> Leaf fan since day one, and. Uh, going to continue forever. Hmm. Well, my name is Zach Mullen. I have also been a Leafs fan pretty much forever. I'm from Rexdale. Um, yeah, I've been a Leaf fan so long that apparently my dad would scream at the TV while the Leafs were playing and it would wake me up and I would cry because I was a baby. So that's how long I've been a Leafs fan for. I've been waking up crying and I still wake up crying every night. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> I was just going to say. I was just going to say. <laughs> Sounds about right. So my name is Ryan Savine. I'm from Thornhill, Ontario. I have been a Leaf fan ever since. When did Austin Matthews get drafted? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I've been a oh Leaf fan. <laughs> I've been a Leaf fan since birth. They actually thought uh, I was going to be twins, but then I just came out with like a giant Leafs foam finger, and they're like, oh, it's a Leaf fan. It's just as annoying. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been a, a Leaf fan since birth, pretty much. And the diehard one at that. And I think the same for all of us. And most, I'd say a good amount of people. Oh, in yeah, 100%. And I think oh, that's... yeah, huge fan base. So I think so. Yeah, go Leafs go. That's all I have to say. And that's the episode. No, I'm kidding. Can you imagine? We should end it there. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to our very first segment of Original Six. And that is what would normally be called Week in Review. But today, for the very first episode, is Season in Review. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think, honestly... You cut off my intro. That's facts. I forgot about that, actually. You disrespected my family. That's, Sorry, that's an insult right there, if I've ever heard of one. It's been like two minutes and we're already fighting. Oh, yeah. boy. That's it. We're done. Well, I mean, Zach and I are definitely going to get... Zach and I are definitely going to get into a little bit of arguments here and there, so... Always. Always. It's just like school. All right. So... Uh, week in review, what is now season in review, because it's the first episode, and why start at the beginning of the season? Who would have thought of that? Um, so huh. today, we, I guess we should say, what's the date today? January 27th. 
so by the time Correct. this episode is released, it'll be today. So we're going to record and release the episode at the same time. Um, so All we right. want to take a look. Normally, we take a look at how the Leafs did in the last week since we last did an episode. But since we haven't done one before, we'll kind of take a look at how the Leafs have done this season. So I'm just going to spit off mm -hmm. some facts really quickly because that's what I do. I speak the truth. And then we'll kind of talk about our opinions, what we thought uh, of the Leafs so far this season, and all that fun stuff. So, all right. the Leafs are 6-2-0 right now, which is good enough for tops of the Scotia North Division. They're actually first place in the NHL. But with the new division alignment, I don't think you can really look at it like that. You can't really say they're first in the NHL. Like you can and you can't. Uh, but yeah, tops of the, the Scotia North Division... Right behind them is Montreal, which we might talk about later, who really scare me as a Leaf fan right now. Yeah, yeah they are pretty good now. Uh, so just to break down the season so far, so Game 1 was a 5-4 overtime win versus the Habs. Game 2, 5-3 loss at Ottawa. Game 3, a 3-2 win against Ottawa, so that was the second game against the Sens. Then a win against Winnipeg, a loss to the Oilers, then a win against the Oilers, and then back-to-back -back dubs against the Flames at the Scotiabank saddle dome so boys first thoughts initial thoughts on how the team's doing so far well i i think we're doing pretty well honestly i think we all the wins we have had have been fantastic games obviously we still need to work on actually playing a full 60 minutes um that first loss to ottawa was definitely frustrating um just watching us defensively play like a bit like last year i think the our first game of the season obviously it's the first game so 5-4 win i didn't expect uh a really uh low scoring game uh obviously good win against the habs you love seeing it and um i just hope we can continue i'll throw in this and hopefully matthews i'll throw in this matthews can rip some more goals he's here that loss to the senators was actually their only win of the season so far that was Ottawa's only win? Yeah, they have three yes. points. One win. And I don't know if that makes loss. it better or worse. Definitely worse that it came against the Leafs, for sure. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, <laughs> we've always had a problem playing against Ottawa for some reason. I know. They've been like this really annoying thorn in the side, but it's like, it's not an important thorn. It's just like a lower Shots in the standings fires. thorn. Like, <laughs> wow. He's, you know what I mean? he's letting it rip episode one. I'm Hopefully just, there's no I'm sense just saying, watching. I'm just saying, like, that's how Ottawa's been for, at least, like, how I felt, like, since Matthews came in and, like, obliterated them in his first game. Like, that's what it's felt like. That's a cherished day um, in my memory. Oh. <laughs> what an amazing day. I lost my, I actually lost my voice that day. But, um. I thought you were going to say something. Yeah, season's been pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Keep my going. Uh, Don't mean between the lines. <laughs> So, the season's been pretty good. Uh, I did get worried in the Habs game at the beginning because uh, sure. Freddie Anderson scared me. Because I I guess with the whole new NHL season, like, looking the way that it did, uh, I totally forgot that Freddie Anderson has the slowest Octobers in the history of man. So, yeah, October Freddie. Uh, yeah, I got really scared. But I have to say he's really picked it up. He looked, he looked really good against Calgary yeah. last night. 100%. Uh, 100%. definitely put me at ease. Um, pretty happy that uh, with he looked most like of the guys, Freddy. I think. He did look yeah, like Steady, steady Freddy. Freddy. It was good. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting for Ilya Mikheyev to uh, light up the league. And as soon as that happens, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, we're for sure winning the cup. Well, I'm getting this weird light on my face right now. Okay, well, now we know. It's so bright. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I just had to point that out for any of you who... Uh, uh, we are video recording this along with an audio recording, so we might post like highlights. Maybe down the line we might post full episodes, but um, maybe bloopers, bloopers for sure. Because there will be bloopers. Oh yeah, there tons. will be bloopers. There's as many been bloopers like five, as goals but... against this year, <laughs> and that'll be a lot. Oh. Hopefully not a lot, but it'll be. That's a, lot. a, that's a lot of bloopers. <laughs> um, it's a lot of them. So my thoughts on the season. Look, they played well. It's still early. I know it's a shortened schedule, but it's early. You know, they've only played eight games. I'd rather be 6-2-0 and after eight games than 2-6-0, and but, you know, it's still early. Um, I think all the big guys, you know, the, the big four, Riley and Anderson, are doing their thing. I think Matthews looked, I think last night against the Flames, where he scored that beautiful power play goal, that was the first game to me where he looked like the 47-goal scoring Matthews. For sure. He was skating I well. I know he was injured or sore or whatever and missed that one game, but... I think last night was the first game he looked himself. Other than that, yeah. I've been very impressed with Justin Hall. I was just about to say. Very, very impressed. Like, if that's not a shot to Mike Babcock, I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah honestly. That guy he's, played, he's, he's played fantastic. Yeah, literally a healthy scratch for, like, I don't know how many seasons under Mike Babcock. And now this guy's debatably a top four defenseman. I mean, he is on the leaps, but the way he's playing, like, before the season, I would have said he's a bottom pairing defenseman on any team. But if he plays like yeah, this honestly. all year, I'd say he's like a pretty solid top four defenseman. Probably I mean, he's had he's had five points in six games, all five assists. He's a plus five. Solid. And honestly, he has been playing solid defensively, pairing up with Muzzin, who also has been playing defensively really well this year. And uh, obviously, loved that little uh, chip on uh, Kachuk yesterday. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. That, a bit, that was a bit later that on. That was fantastic. I also like Hall has been physical or like a little gritty. Who was it that was in the net? I think against the Winnipeg game was it Ehlers? It was Nikolai Ehlers. Yeah, yeah, who went into that and Hall just jumped in there oh, he and taught. Right and just, after him and Freddie were literally just like down and out on Ehlers, just like punching uh, <laughs> him. Like that was awesome. To see. Yeah. Hey, if um, you're in the crease, that's fair game. Oh, it totally. is. But I, I, I know we lost a, a power play because of that. But honestly, I respect Hall for doing that because if you. If you do fall into the goal, you sh- you shouldn't just be let off easily. Yeah. I think so. the most important thing is it not only sends a message to Ehlers and the Jets, but the rest of the league watching. It's like, this is not the Leafs team from three years ago. Like, you could run Anderson or, like, years before, you could run Reimer, who was concussed every six games, and nothing would happen. You know, like, we have <laughs> some bodies that'll knock you out or, you know, put you in your place if you get near our yep. crease. And speaking, speak- of more f- speaking of more physical... I think Matthews has been a lot more physical this year. Like, I see him putting up, like, five, six hits a game. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't he have six which hits is, the other day against yeah. Calgary? The I think the first game against Calgary. Yeah, Something yeah, he like has six hits. But, yeah, you know who else? So, I like seeing that. Who else has really impressed me? And it's similar to Mikheyev, but who hasn't necessarily hit the score sheet yet, but Kerfoot has looked good. He's looked That's fast. true. He, Really fast. Like last, like, you know, like, look, when you look back at the the Kadri, Kerfoot, Barry trade, Barry's gone. So, like, you take him out of the equation, and now we're left with Kerfoot. If he plays the way he Mm -hmm. played last year, it's it's a loss. But if if you factor out the Barry side of it, and if he can play, 
a fast third line, checking line, annoying line role for this team, then that's exactly what they need him to do. That's why we got him. Yeah. He's a good third line centerman. I like him. I like him a lot. When, and he does his role really well. And he can score sometimes too. Like we got, we got a whole first, second, third, fourth line can do everything. Yeah. So What's, I like what that surprised a lot. me about his game is based on his season last year, I would say he's not a player capable of making things happen on his own, you know, like causing goals and making things happen. But I know he hasn't hit the score sheet yet, but it looks like he's going to be the, able to be like the driving force on that third line. I know the lines have been switched up with some injuries right now, but on that yeah. third line that was him, Mikheyev, and Hyman, he could be the driving factor, the, you know, the playmaker kind of role. Yeah, he does have a goal and two assists so far, but it's just like the little plays that he does, like all his defensive plays that lead up to those offensive opportunities. Is it's just, it's just nice to see, really. For sure. Like I know there were injuries going on, but I really liked when it was uh, VC Kerfoot and Nylander. I thought those three. It's a good line. Like I think they only played uh, the one game. I think uh, it was the it the second Edmonton. game when Matthews was out. Yeah. Yeah, they looked really fast. Like I was watching them in the offensive zone, and they were just like skating circles around. People. Yeah, they they had some. They had a nice uh, offensive zone time. Yeah, it was VC, nice to see. VC actually, has actually surprised me too. Low. I, yeah, I had low expectations, really but he's he hasn't looked out of place. I'll say, and he's penalty killing, which is important on this team, considering we lost Kapanen, who was a big penalty killer yep. for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we had very good. We we've been very good on the penalty kill recently. So yeah, so, in, in my opinion, pretty surprising actually. Who knows if Matthews will stay mm-hmm. on or off it? But I doubt it. Um, really quickly, what were both of your initial thoughts on the hashtag Scotia North Division? I mean, I, I, I we can't really do much about it considering the circumstances, but I really do like the All Canadian Division. Because there's so many rivalries in this division, and and you like like what Leaf fan doesn't like us playing Montreal ten times, like such a big rivalry in history, like the I don't like Alberta. It. You don't? Well, because Montreal scares me. You don't me. like it? I like it. I know, I know. scary, bro. They're good. I, I know they're I know they're they're a lot better now, but but like, don't no, you get exciting. fired up for the for the for Habs sure. Leafs games? Like, for sure. I get fired up for those games. It's 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 always good games to watch. Definitely. So I like I like it. Yeah. I'm I don't like the boat. name change though. You don't like the name change? What, yeah, the Scotia, Scotia North Division. Like that's how sponsorships work. I don't. I don't. I think also <laughs> the sponsorships, like with the divisions and the helmets, it is a year where the NHL yeah. has significantly less revenue than normal. Oh, that's yeah. true. So not if it's a matter of having those sponsors or not having a season, you like throw whatever advertisements you want on my helmet. And let's play hockey. Yeah, honestly. I know they couldn't make like the S like blue though when they're well, on no, the white it's, helmets. Like it's, it's red. Color. It's a it's a red logo. I know, but I like saw the red. I'm like, oh, that's so not Leafs red it's not on bad. a blue. It's really not bad. It, it's not you, that you, bad. It's not. You that don't bad, even though. notice it when they're playing. You just focus on how we're doing. Yeah, and and all that's the true. flow trailing our players. Mm. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> Zach, what were your initial, honestly. initial thoughts on the North Division? I love it. I look at the schedule and it actually looks like someone went into like NHL 20 or NHL 21 and like built a schedule and that's how they wanted to do it. Uh, I love it. I think like, especially, uh, and we'll talk about it later, like the whole Kachuk incident in the last couple of games, 
Like huh. now I'm like, oh, I wish we played them like two more times, like in the next couple next couple of days. But if you think about it, like in last season, those two games we played against Calgary would have been it. Like they yeah. could have gotten mad at each other and they never would have seen each other until like the Stanley Cup final. So I really like how the rivalry it's stirring up and like each of the teams we played has has uh, had competition and I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, we've had very close games and I like that a lot because like very I'd rather win close games. It's very satisfying to see that the Leafs can actually hold on to a, a one goal lead this year like so far I don't want to jinx anything but like just just ignore like we have one yeah. yeah okay that looks like <laughs> but yeah yeah, yeah. i like it i like it yeah it Why... might get boring no go ahead it might it might get boring like near the end just playing the same teams but honestly the canadian division i really like yeah i think it's exciting i think every division is exciting because it really brings out divisional play Games are more important. You kind of look out of it like a four-point spread. You know, like if we beat a divisional opponent, we get two points and they don't get two points. So you can look yeah, at it exactly. as a, mm -hmm. a spread like that. I think the North Division has a lot of talented and skilled players. Um, I think kind For of sure. the, the running gag around the league and I guess the media was that the worst defense was in the North Division. And what's actually surprised me is that everyone was saying how it would be one of the most competitive divisions in hockey, but I'm kind of surprised with a good amount of teams in the North Division. I mean, like, thinking about it, like, if I'm just taking a look at the standings right now, I know it's early, and Calgary has only played five games, but, man, yeah. Edmonton, Winnipeg, Vancouver, yeah. Calgary. Not, Calgary looks okay, but, like, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Vancouver don't look as good as I thought they would. But but Winnipeg has a winning record right now, don't they? I'm I'm 100 percent sure they're they're like yeah okay yeah, so they are they are five and they are five two and zero but I don't five know, two and zero right something about them doesn't look the same I don't know if it's just me but you know like the eye test just by watching you kind of get a feel it could, it could yeah like when we first played them when Matthews went in the league yeah I kind of see what you're saying I don't know it just they just seem like a different team but now they're Hellebuck's really a still different fantastic. team because they have no line A but we'll touch on that. Um, yeah. Really quickly for season in review, this could kind of be breaking news, but it happened a little bit ago. Really quickly, let's touch on someone we all are a fan of and are rooting for is Nick Robertson and his injury. Yeah. I mean, the games I've seen him play, he's been fantastic. Obviously, his stats before the NHL were ridiculous. He's a pure goal scorer. And I just want to see him succeed as a leaf because he definitely can and be another pure goal scorer. And Seeing him get injured in the first game this season really early into the game, it just kind of sucks for a young kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's looked uh, he looked really good. Like in that blue and white game, that goal he had, I don't know if you oh, guys saw that goal shot. where he had like the... One-timer? Yeah, oh, the clap bomb. That was so fast. Leave it, it, so leave it to Reef fans to like make these big reactions and predictions from a scrimmage. <laughs> is, that, is that not yeah, typical? Honestly, only, only in Toronto. Only, only that is a very typically would fan. watch that. Like, oh my yeah. god! Did you see that shot? Um, but no, <laughs> well, it I, was a nice shot though. You know, like the guy, like with the whole COVID nineteen pandemic and everything going on, stayed in Toronto for a lot of time. Did some training. His goal was to make the team. Mm -hmm. Sat out. Didn't go to the World Juniors on USA's gold medal team, and I'm sure he would only have made that team better. And then he plays one game and gets injured which sucks 
you got to feel bad for the guy, yeah. but maybe it gives yeah. him a little more adversity to battle. You know, it's kind of part of his story, and he's got to work for it. And I think it, in the end of the day, it'll prove to everyone else what kind of player he actually is. It's very true. I mean, another injury yeah. that kind of sucks is Jack Campbell. Yeah, and I have that in our latest news, which is coming up. So why don't we throw out our amazing bumper and talk about some, some breaking news. We're about to break down the breaking news. I had a lot of fun with that, sorry. I'm yeah, so breaking news. So this is our next segment here where it's pretty self-explanatory. Any breaking news that happens with the Leafs, something that, you know, relatively sort of kind of maybe involves the Leafs. Mm -hmm. um, so, Paul, you brought it up. Let's talk okay. Campbell's injury. All right, so obviously Campbell has played two games, two wins. And he has looked fantastic. Two goals, two goals a game average, and a 9.23 save percentage. And it makes me feel really good because it's nice to trust a backup. Because I don't think we've had that in a long time. Yeah, it's very true. So yeah, here's so, um, here's my thing. He's looked to okay. Yeah, go, go for it. No, you go. Oh, we're so polite. We're Canadians. I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Campbell's looked really good and I know he's um, a lot of ne Leafs Nation's love for him is in the fact that he's just such a nice guy like I don't know if you guys follow him on social media but literally the nicest guy anytime any of the Leafs post a photo he's always like he in the comments like looking good bud or like something yeah, like that yeah honestly that's like what he yeah, said about Kachuk after the Calgary game where he's like I don't think he's a pest he's just a good hockey player yeah he's overall nice guy so or the Tim Stutzel goal yeah Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Tim Stutzel goal where he was, like, just in awe of uh, the fact the rookie got it on him. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I mean, it was a good yeah, shot. It was a good play. Yeah. So here's here's my thing with the Campbell injury. Obviously, it sucks considering we placed Dell on waivers and he got picked up by the Devils. So that sucks on mm -hmm. its own. So now we're back to Michael Hutchinson territory, which if you've been a Leaf fan for the last three seasons, you're like, oh, my God, it's done. Like, this is where it begins. Um <laughs> But look, there's, there's two ways to look at it. First of all, if we're looking at the schedule, they didn't really give us a definitive timetable for Campbell. They said weeks, one week, two weeks. So today is the 27th. We don't have back-to-back -back games until, what is this, February 17th, 18th against the, the Senators. We don't have back-to-back -back games in back-to-back -back days. So I'm not saying Freddie plays all of those games. But if you He's really... He's going to have to take breaks, though. Yeah, so we also have a four-day break after the next two upcoming games. So we have two games That's coming true. up against the Oilers on, mm -hmm. what is this, Thursday and Saturday. Then we have four yep. days off, yep. and then we have a three-game homestand against the Canucks. Ooh. So I'm not saying Freddie plays every game until the back-to-back. -back. You know, it's dependent on Campbell's timetable. Maybe you give Hutchinson a game against the Canucks here or there. And if Campbell still hurt one of the back-to-backs against the Senators, right? Like I, I don't know. It's going to come down to what Keith wants to do. But it's you not can't like play we're Freddie too much. Yeah, it's not like we're riddled with back-to-backs where it's going to have to be Hutchinson. But you also mm -hmm. have to play devil's advocate. Um, I mean, it's obvious that Hut Hutchinson did not look good in a Leafs jersey the past. However, like I have some stats here. In two seasons with the Leafs, he put up a 2.64 and a 3.66 goals against average, a 9.14 and an 8.86 save percentage. 
But then you also have to look at the Hutchinson that was the playoff goalie for the Avalanche. And I know it's yeah, a different honestly. team. Oh, yeah. I know, I know it's a different team in front of him. But if you're just looking at his stats, in four games played, three starts with the Avs, he put up a 275 goals against average, a 910 save percentage, and he went 2-1-0. So if I can get Hutchinson somewhere in the middle of like the Leafs and the Avs Hutchinson, that's fine with me. Yeah, I agree. It's true. I agree. You know, I don't. I'm not saying the Leafs are the the Avalanche in any respect because the Avalanche, I think, are clearly a better team. But we are better mm-hmm. defensively, arguably now, than we were any game that Hutchinson played for us in the past two seasons. Yeah, this 100%. is a li- different Leafs core of defense than it was when we had Hutchinson last play for us. So yeah, looking through. I think we have to look at the past games, the, the past eight games that we played, and say, here's the defensive numbers. The forwards are back checking more. The defense are playing well. Like, we're focusing on defense a little more than offense. Like, how is this going to work for Hutchinson, who was, had that in Colorado and had good success? Yeah. And we've had a very good possession game. Like, if you're watching our games, when instead of just dumping it in when there's line changes like we did before we we, we come back and regroup wait for everyone to go back in and then go into the zone and our offensive time has been incredible most games especially that uh one game with the Nylander line we were talking about who were cycling in the zone for almost a minute and a half so i think we've just been better all around so far this season for sure and it could help hutchinson for sure It'll be it'll be interesting to see how Keith deploys them, but you mean looking at it like from now until the back to backs, like I wouldn't be surprised if Hutchinson gets only one start. Yeah, and then when Campbell yeah. comes back, you kind of run like a one A one B until Freddie can mm-hmm. like rest a bit, and then you kind of lean on Freddie again if need be. But who knows? Yeah. We're we're saying Agreed. this now, and we could find out Campbell's back. You know. In a day from now, well, not a day, but like he could be back short term, long term. We don't know, so we're just speculating. Um, yeah, Paul, I don't know if you know this, but Zach and I actually have a funny story about Campbell. Um, when we were all on oh Facetime the other day, Zach and I were yeah. talking about doing like a cold take segment where we just state like really obvious things. Okay. Which was like very stupid, but it was like we were laughing about it. So one of my cold <laughs> takes was like, "Yeah, Campbell gets uh, three wins this season when he was sitting on two. And then literally like half an hour later, we find out he's injured. <laughs> so we, we wow. I said, jinxed it. Him and I texted each other again. at the same time. I sent them a screenshot of like the news report. I'm like, dude, you jinxed it. Yeah, so <laughs> jinxed sorry it again. to Leafs Nation. It's it's my fault. Not Matthew Kachuk. It's, it's just my fault. Yeah, it's it's just just 100%. blame Ryan. Yeah, you can blame I'm Ryan. Gonna, I'm going to flip a puck at you now. I can take the heat. I will I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs> Matthew Kachuk almost knocked over water balls. I was like, take out my own teammates at that point. <laughs> um, so why don't we go to that a bit? We touched on before. Let's talk about Kachuk versus the Leafs, which kind of goes to, like the North Division, the rivalries. What did you guys think of, A, the, the play that had Leafs Nation's Twitter blowing up where he's literally jumping on Campbell's back and on his head? And then the whole Muzzin situation with yesterday's game where, you know, the... The game was dying down. The Leafs had the win. There was like three seconds left. And as the buzzer sounds, Muzzin just like a light little floop. And the puck just like hits Kachuk. It's like so light, but clearly got under his skin, which made me like so excited. Um, yeah, but what do, you guys, what do you guys think of that whole Kachuk-Leafs situation? 
Zach, you can take this first one. I went the first the other two times. I've been thinking that in my head. I'm like, Paul's always going first. He's just going to keep going. <laughs> uh, well, first, the Kachuk thing. He says he was pushed. I watched that replay a lot. When you get pushed, you don't, like, tuck your knees into your chest and then bring them down when you're landing. Yeah. To me, it was a little... Exactly. A little sus. I, will, I can't I will give him that. his intention. But... He looked off balance, but he didn't try to not fall on him. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was probably, like, he did get pushed, but he also didn't try and stop himself from falling on him. Um, I Realistically? Mean, I yeah, go. Realistically, it is Matthew Kachuk, and I, I really didn't expect <laughs> anything different. Yeah. But, but, but like, you have to f realize that you're falling on a goalie's head with your knees. You're not a small player. It's going to injure him, and it did. And well, we going to the Muslim thing, the injury. Leafs... Because Campbell looked well, like yeah, that's true. It but like, like it, it doesn't it doesn't help yeah. falling on a goalie. It does it definitely doesn't help? I will in that play. I'll give a big shout out to Bogosian, who's like insanely impressed me beyond my expectations of him so far. For he, I think he was the For first sure. one to jump in and just like yeet Kachuk off of Campbell, which I was like, we missed that. <laughs> yeah, he, so literally, much. he literally was though. Like we had yeah. nobody that would do that. Yeah, on our he literally team, was even last year. Like even Kyle Clifford. He was tough, but, like, he didn't have the grit. He didn't have the beard, you know? Like, the toughness. So, big shout-out to <laughs> beard for that. We have some scary beards on our team, gotta say. That's, like, fear factor. Yeah, Muzzin, Bogosian. Thornton. Even Brody. The Matthew Stash. Brody's got a nice little little beard. Maybe in seven years, Mario yeah, will facts. grow one. Uh, at least we can grow some facial hair. Yeah. Mm. 7D, maybe. Yeah. True. But, like... Leafs Twitter went off after that Kachuk play, and like all I was seeing was, I hope Wayne Simmons fights Kachuk. I hope Wayne Simmons does this. I, <laughs> I hope Wayne Simmons that. kicks his butt. Like, like I saw everything, and 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 that Jake Muzzin thing, I think was better and funnier, and would have got under Kachuk's skin way more than if if Simmons just fought him. Yeah, and if you saw pictures and stuff. Muzzin had the biggest smirk while talking to Kachuk that made him even more mad. Yeah, it just made me laugh so much harder, and I really, I really liked. Like it was, it was funny what Muzzin did, and yeah. and Kachuk really got pissed. Like he was slamming the door when he got off, throwing his stick. He, I don't think he had a helmet on when he left the ice or gloves. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, it, it reminds me of. Yeah, it was definitely disrespect, but like. It wasn't enough disrespect that Kachuk should have freaked out like that. Yeah. That was so it, over the top. It reminds me of the Simmons yeah, fight in the first game of the year against Montreal. Who did he fight? Ben Sherratt? Mm -hmm. So that's a situation where Ben Sherratt... Uh, yes, I think so. Ben Sherratt probably shouldn't no, fight. No, Nathan Beaulieu, right? I don't know. Whoever it was. That To me, that Montreal player Simmons, shouldn't have fought Simmons because you're giving the team fuel. So, you know, if Leafs Nation is telling Simmons to now go after Kachuk... It's not that you don't look like Bogosian knocked him off, like he knows his place. But if you go and fight Kachuk, like you're debatably or potentially giving the Flames fuel to then go and take momentum and maybe win the game. So as the Leafs, like they have the toughness and now, but you have to let your offense be your retaliation in a sense. I th that is a hundred percent true too, because when Simmons did fight in the first Montreal game, the Leafs were down, I think three one, and we were playing off. And then after the Simmons fight, we got those two quick power play goals and eventually went overtime. Yeah. So 
what you were saying about momentum is is 100 yeah, percent true fights fights play a big part Definitely. in momentum so you know you have to pick your moments pick your battles literally which is like something I go with. Simmons definitely fired them up. Yeah, for sure. So maybe fighting the Chuck <laughs> isn't the right play at the time. And I think also like the part where I think in the post game of when he was on Campbell, the first game against the Flames, he was talking about, you know, people just see me near the net and assume I'm a dirty player and this and that. But, you know, I, I'm just used to it by now. I'm like, look, you've kind of lost the benefit of the doubt here. Like Matthew, Chuck, Honestly, like, we know, you're not, I wouldn't call him a dirty player. But he's like a physical, gritty. Get I wouldn't call him a player. clean player. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think he can't say you know it's just because it's me. Like well yeah it is because it's you. It's part of it. Mm. So yeah, like literally the only reason why the Battle of Alberta has so many views is to see Kachuk and Cassie and just go at it. Yeah. Have we oh, had one yet? That Battle was incredible. Alberta? I don't think so. Yes, I think so. Um, maybe. I think yeah. they have had one, I don't know. but like this is it was a... just a clean game, which which kind of sucked. I just see people being like, "You're a Leafs podcast." No, they Stay haven't played lane. each other yet. No, I don't. I don't think so yeah. either. We'd see highlights or something. Like, there's gonna be a brawl in the first five minutes of that game. They play. They play on February sixth for the first time. Mark your calendars. Ooh, that'll be a good game. Should be a good one. That'd be good. All right, let's keep going Surprised with the breaking you didn't start news. Start the season we with the Battle are, of Alberta. We are thirty minutes ish into the podcast. We have a lot to touch on. Um. We're going to do this really quickly. I want you guys to give me a one-sentence thought on the Line A-Dubois trade and how it affects the Leafs in terms of now that Dubois comes to the Jets and Line A leaves. Go, Zach. One sentence. Well, uh... Are you Zach? One sentence? So <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> you started to. You, start, okay, he start, okay. you started, though. <laughs> I want Zach to um, go first. One sentence, because we, we want to Winnipeg, get to I do, too. Un, Winnipeg undervalued line A, mm-hmm. comma. I agree. Columbus won this trade, comma again. It's a long sentence. Doesn't matter, Matthews is better. Okay. Doesn't like, matter, like Matthews is better. I like that. <laughs> All right, Paul, now you can... I like that. Yes, you. Well, I mean, he stole basically what I was going to say, like, Winnipeg did undervalue line a hundred percent and i think dubois does bring the sentence. same as line a maybe even more physicality yeah so i'll just get my one sentence we'll i think goes. i'm just gonna look at winnipeg because they'll play toronto this season better center depth less scoring threats you lose a good scorer but you get a more two-dimensional player i like that in a, in a centerman that's true um, okay, really quickly, um, what did you guys think? I mean, I'm sure we all have the same answer of the uh, the patch that the Leafs wore on their sweaters last night for George Armstrong. Obviously, the four-time Stanley Cup champion who captained the Leafs and is the last Leaf captain to win a cup, I believe, um, passed away recently. Yeah, correct. Yes. He won the 67 Cup. So what did you guys think? I mean, it's just a class move. It's like nothing I don't expect from the organization. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect anything different. Like it was a really, it was class gesture. Uh, any other organization would have done the same thing. So, and it honestly did look really nice. Yeah, and I'll say they so also wore it. It was um, a good touch. Armstrong jerseys in the in the warm up. So everyone had number ten, Armstrong, and the C on their sweater. Yeah, Zach, what yeah, did you think? Uh, just the, the clashes. Uh, 
Like a, a normally teams when a player player passes away, they kind of just put like a, their <laughs> number on. So I really enjoyed like liked how it had him holding the Stanley Cup and the Leaf. Uh, I thought it was a really classy move, uh, and I also liked how um, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, post game from one of the Calgary games, uh, Austin Matthews actually like took a moment and was like, "Hey, before we start, I just want to honor the memory and like um, give his condolences." And I thought that was really classy move from uh, Matthews. That's awesome, for sure. All right, I know we could talk about all these things Gotta forever, love Matthews. but now it's time to move on to a fun segment. Uh, hopefully, it's something we can continue. This is our hot takes, so have a listen. Did somebody turn up the heat? No, it's just our hot takes. For any of you wondering, I am playing those off my phone. We're having some technological <laughs> issues here. Uh, so hot takes, it's a segment where we're each going to give what hot. is known as a, a hot take, where we kind of say something, an opinion that's a little out there that everyone could probably debate and just talk about it. So... Um, who wants to, to kick us off? All right, I'll do I'll it because you guys are slow. Nah, I, I think I beat you to it. You're what? I just I'm... said I'll go. He was waiting know, for someone to say something. Maybe your wife so can go first. All right, go, Paul. Uh, my hot take I think Nylander is going to lead our team in goals. Big hot take right there. That's hot. After the first game of the year, I'd probably agree. You know, after... Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, seven games later, yeah. maybe not. I have to stick to my hot take. Pending, pending a Matthews injury. Uh, I think it's it's Matthews, hands down. Don't jinx anything. Yeah, yeah pending, right. You're bad uh, with the jinxes, man. Pending a Carey Price, Connor Hellebuck, Connor McDavid, Elias Pettersson, Matthew Kachuk, Brady Kachuk injury... <laughs> I think Matthews really <laughs> goal. Just names every every one of the best players in every team. That's not that's not what I did. I'm not winking. You're winking. Uh, no, obviously I don't wish anyone yeah. to be injured, um, but I do think it's Matthews' goals to have. Like it's his team to lead in goals. I would almost argue the way Marner is playing, 100%. he could outscore Nylander in goals this season. Which which we're going to talk that's about in our true. next segment. But you never know. Crazy, mm. crazy things happen, and it's a weird season. All right, Zach, what's your hot Zach, take? Zach, what's your hot take? My hot take is kind of really against what Ryan just said. I think that Matthews will not be in contention for the Rocket Richard Trophy. Hot oh take? Oh, bad, bad take? Maybe. Every Leaf hot fan has just yes. hated you now. Pro probably. I'm glad it's not me. See, I'm not going to say he's not going to score a lot. In order to be in contention for the Rocket, you normally have to be in like the top mm, three to five players in scoring. I'd say three. Like last year, it Honestly, was Pasternak, Ovechkin, Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think he'll be in the top three. That's a hot take. Nice. I hope I'm wrong. He, has, he has what? Four goals on the season right now? Does he have Austin Matthews? Yeah. Four goals. Austin Matthews has four goals and four assists yeah. so far in the season. So I will say... Mm -hmm. Like, okay. obviously, the one goal against Calgary in the first game went off his foot and then <laughs> off someone else's foot and in the net. And, I'm like, it, I'll he, take it. Other than last night, he hasn't looked like, like we said before, the 47 goal scoring Matthews. But it's early. But that is a hot take for sure. Yeah. Um, but, but to be fair, 
in the past seasons that Matthews has played, he's been the best player in October. Like, leads the league in goals. Yeah. Like, five goals in three games type of thing. So, watching Matthews in the first three games not get a goal is is definitely surprising for every Leaf fan watching. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give my hot take. And it's a hot take based on pre seasons past. But Leaf fans would want this to be true is that I think the Leafs are going to have the lowest goals against per game in the North Division. Is that a little bit of my Maple Leaf bias coming out? Absolutely. Probably. But it's a high-scoring division, and what will probably be on the whole year. And as of right now, they sit with the second-lowest goals against per game in the North Division, just behind Calgary. So Calgary's goals against per game is 2.60, and the Leafs is 2.75. Mm -hmm. And Calgary hasn't played as many games either. Ottawa, by the That's way, true. is in last with I, the I, highest at four and a half goals a game. Four and a half goals a game? Sucks. Oh. That's bad. Yeah. That's, kind of, <laughs> like, that's why that's they have one win. That's kind of bad, but it's early. It's early. Yeah. So those honestly, are, I, I hope you're right. Yeah, I was just going to say. I do those think are, we can do it, though. Those are our hot takes. I, yeah. I think maybe come the end of the season, we should take a look back at all of our hot takes. And see how hot they really were. I think that'd be cool. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're I agree. we're about forty minutes in, which like time flies. Like it feels like we just started. So I want to move on to a next segment, which is going to be a lot of fun. So this one is called Over Under. Don't be stuck in the middle. It's time for Over Under. <laughs> High production value. So welcome to Over Under. This is a segment <laughs> where I make up stuff and see if guys agree with me. No. Um, this is a segment where we're going to give like a stat or a statistical projection about the Leafs. And you have to pick the over or under, similarly to how betting and odds work. Now, we're not promoting betting. This is just for our conversation. But here's here's the lowdown. So in eight games played this season, Mitch Marner has five goals, which puts him at a 0.625 goals per game, which in a 56-game season has him scoring 35 goals. So not only would that mm. be his highest goals for per game, or goals per game, rather, but that would also set his career high in goals in a season, and his previous record is 26. So 35 goals would be a career year for him so far. So the over-under right now, for you guys, and I'll, I'll give my opinion as well, do you think, or are you going to take the over or under on Marner scoring, we'll say 34.5 goals? So if you take the over you think he'll get 35 and above. And if you take the under, you think he'll get 34 or lower. I'm taking the under. Yeah? For sure. I, I think he will score. I think he will beat his record of 26 or maybe even tie it, but I don't think he's going to get 35. I'm thinking maybe 20, 27, 26 to 28 goals in that range. What about you, Zach? Yeah, I have to I have to agree with you. I'm gonna take the under. Definitely Mitch Marner, despite what he says about he's trying to shoot more, he is a pass first player. He had a nice That's shot why he's yesterday, so though. good at it. He did have yeah, a but, nice shot that really surprised me. Yeah, yeah but that's that but that's me. because like he's missed the net so many times in the <laughs> slot he does. that obviously <laughs> one one out of every 40 shots he takes is going to be in and go and is going to be go here's, in and be nice here's so my thing is he yeah. hopefully hopefully he can hit the net more he has i'll say about his shot he doesn't have like a bullet or a cannon like a matthew's shot obviously but he 
he has very good shot mm -hmm. placement when he hits his shots. So outside of missing the net, he's not going to beat you with a fast, insane shot, but his placement is what's going to beat you. And that's what we saw last night with Markstrom, where he beat him short side off the one-timer from Matthews. Um, I was really hoping one of you would take the over, but I'm also going to take the under. I think also, now that <laughs> Thornton's injured, Marner's going to have no choice but to be the pass-first player because we're going to need goals. And I'm not saying he's not a capable goal scorer, but he's going to need to be the pass-first guy if he's playing on a first line of him, Matthews, and Hyman. Well, he is a capable goal scorer, but look who he's playing around, right? So, like, you don't expect Mitch to take the, the shot on a power play when you have Matthews wide open. For sure. That's why that's why the under makes most sense. Yeah. So to yeah. any of you listening, I do think he's gonna break his record though. That'll be interesting if he'll if he'll catch it. I think he'll come close. Um, I was just gonna say to anyone listening who's like, oh, they're just three Leaf fans. They're all gonna take the over. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> we're biased. We're realistic. When we can be biased. Leaf fans. Yeah, we're realistic. We've we remember the past years of Leaf fandom. Um. So yeah. So each week we're gonna come up with a different over under. I'll say for any of you listening, feel free to send us some DMs on Instagram at Original Six Podcast. That's six I X. Send us some DMs, and uh, if you have any over under topic suggestions, let us know. We'd love to do them. And now I want to move on from over under to a segment I'm probably the most excited about, and this is going to be two truths and a lie. It's time to play two truths and a lie. Bam. So this one I'm, I'm really excited about because I had some fun coming up with it. Uh, so for those of you listening, you all probably know the game Two Truths and a Lie where you tell people two truths and a lie about yourself and they have to figure out what the lie is. But I'm now doing this about the Leafs and I didn't tell Zach and Paul what the answers were. So I'm going to give you guys the two truths and a lie and you have to figure out which is which. So this will be interesting. I tried to get creative. You didn't creative. even tell us the, the questions. Nope. I tried to get creative. So here we go. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to random order also. So I'm going to say statement number one. As a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Matt Sundin had more seasons where he averaged one or more goals per game than he had seasons where he averaged less than one goals per game. So Matt Sundin as a Leaf had more seasons where he had one or more goals per game average than he had seasons with less than one goal per game average. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, Yep. statement number two, Austin Matthews has one career shorthanded point. Austin Matthews has one career shorthanded point. And statement three, mm -hmm. Cody Cece and Luke Shen oh God. have the same <sighs> amount of game-winning goals as members of the Toronto Maple Leafs with one. So okay. CC and Shen. Zach, we got to think of this realistically. Do, do we have to be in agreement? No, you guys can have different opinions. I'll give you guys a bit of time. Okay. So just to recap, I'll let you guys think. But for everyone at home, statement one, as a Leaf, Matt Sundin had more seasons where he averaged a goal per game or higher than he had seasons with an average of less than a goal per game. Statement two, Austin Matthews has one career shorthanded point. And statement three, Cody CC and Luke Shen, both ex-Maple Leafs, have the same amount of game-winning goals as Maple Leafs. All right, Paul, you're on the hot seat. I'm coming to you. All right, I feel like the last one is true with CC and Luke Shen 
because I mean it's Luke Shannon and Cody Cece, and <laughs> and one game-winning goal does sound realistic. And I'm kind of on the fence here with the Matthews one because he's only started on the power play this year, and I'm trying to remember if we've had a shorthanded goal with him on penalty kill, rather. Yeah, yeah sorry, he's on the yeah he's on, he's been on the penalty kill starting this season, and I'm trying to think if we've had a shorthanded goal with him being on. Um, that's a lot of seasons and I'm, I, to remember. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, oh my god, I'm gonna say that's true, and I'm gonna say the Sundin one is false. Okay, so you're Ooh. saying that Sundin had more seasons with with less than a goal per game than uh than uh, more than a goal per game. Okay, Zach, what are your thoughts? See, at first I was like, the Sundin one is like the easiest. I'm like, that's definitely true. But then now that I think about it, like a goal per game is a lot. Mm -hmm. It obviously, so... like to those listening home, it doesn't mean he scores a goal every game. It means that throughout the season, he had, not a goal, sorry, a point per game. Um, it is, means Is it point per game or point goal per game. game? I think I said that before, point per game. Oh, It point means per that game. He, okay. he averaged the same amount of points or more than the amount of games played that season. I think I said points earlier. If I said goals, I'll correct myself. Uh, but I think, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with mine. I think I said points because goals would be a little ridiculous. So sorry to throw you off there, Zach. What uh, What do you think? It might have been me uh, forgetting wrong. Um, if it's points, I think that one's true. I'm gonna say the last one's a lie because I I'm pretty <laughs> sure I can think of two different games where Cody CC has scored the game-winning goal. Because each of those times I've been like, Cody Cece scored the game-winning goal. And that was going through my head. That's a good point. So I'm going to go with the last one as the lie. So you... All right, Ryan, so reveal the truth. You're saying the Cece and Luke Shen one is a lie. Yes. Okay. You're both wrong. No oh, way. The Matthews, yeah. Matthews Austin, one? Oh, my god. Austin gosh. Matthews has zero career shorthanded points. Zero. Okay, makes sense. Oh. It makes sense. I, when I was writing so it, much. I almost thought you guys were going to be like, no, he's never played on the penalty kill. But I was also thinking, you know, maybe someone is injured and someone gets a penalty and like, hey, Matthews, go. And he gets a point. That's a th that's a throw off, though, because I thought that well, I thought you put that idea. just to like throw us off. Be yeah, because because he's been on the, the penalty kill this year. So, yeah, that is the obvious answer. So but we just guys, thought of a more outside the I'll box. I'll give you guys some context. So Luke Shen played. 310 games as a Leaf. Cody CC 56. They both had one game-winning goal in their <laughs> 10 years Maple Leafs. All right. Sundin had eight seasons with the Leafs where he averaged one or more points per game and five seasons with the Leafs where he averaged less than one point per game. And obviously Matthews, zero shorthanded mm -hmm. points in his career. And I have to point out, while I was looking up all this stuff, did you guys know Luke Shen has played for seven different NHL teams? What? No. Yeah. I wait, actually wait, didn't wait, know I, that. Can I okay. name them? Can I name them? You can them? try. It's Toronto. Yeah. Philadelphia. LA. Yeah. Philly. LA. LA. Yeah. LA. Tampa Bay. Anaheim. Yep. You're missing two. Oh, now I don't know. I want to say Colorado. So the one, like that's wrong. not Colorado. So the one with Anaheim that you're missing. Oh, sorry. I'm, yeah. One of the ones that you're missing, he played on that team the same year he played for Anaheim. So he only played eight games for Anaheim in 1819. And in that season, he also played 18 games as a member of the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, and okay. And, oh. and did you guys get them? Oh, you also missed one that he played uh, two seasons as a desert dog in Arizona. 
Right. Oh yeah, Arizona. that's true. I, I had true. no idea. I was looking that up like holy cow, Arizona. he's played for so many teams. I was that's crazy. I was really shocked. Anyway, I'm really surprised that neither one of you got my two through on a lie, which makes it interesting. Let us know how you guys did at home if you're listening. Send us a, a message on Instagram at original six podcast. And really quickly, one segment, then we're gonna do another segment. So this next one is gonna be super, super quick. This is going to be Would You Rather. Would you rather? Yeah, what an applause. Thank you. All right, really quick. I want like a one (laughs) sentence answer so we have time for everything. Would you rather? I'm going to give two options. You guys Mm -hmm. tell me which one you'd rather. It's as simple as that. Would you rather Morgan Riley win the Norris Trophy or Frederick Anderson win the Vesna Trophy? So the trophies are the best defenseman in the league and the best goaltender in the league. What's your take, Zach? I'll go to you quickly. One sentence. Frederick Anderson. Backbone of the team. Yeah, that's it. Looks for me. Paul? I'm going to also say Frederick Anderson because... Yeah, I'm going to also say Freddie because a goalie can really make a, make a difference in a team's wins. So if Freddie is the best goalie in the league, then... Yeah. We can play a lot better than we could if he wasn't the best goalie in the league. I was, I was hoping we'd get some alternating opinions, but I'll say Freddie also. I think because traditionally the Norris goes to the defenseman with the best points or like the most points, kind of, sort of now, or like a high-scoring defenseman, the Leafs will score, but we need Freddie to be steady Freddie if we want a chance of doing well. So if I'm picking who's going to, which would take the Leafs further, it'll be Freddie for sure. So yeah, maybe hopefully next week we'll have more time for this. Um, but let's move on to our last segment. And I'm going to stall some time here while I try to open it up on my phone because we're very technologically advanced here at Original Six. <laughs> um, we are going to go to our last segment, which is the week ahead. Let's take a look at the week ahead. Oh, Did the voiceover work for myself. Um, so the week ahead, so I'm going to give off what's coming up for the Leafs really, really quickly, and I'll give you guys some time to kind of give your opinion, and uh, we're also going to do every episode for the week ahead, our record predictions, and then the next week we're going to see who got the most right, so we're going to predict the win-loss and overtime loss categories, and see how we did. So from now to next Wednesday, uh, which is... um, can't look at the schedule. February 3rd. We only play two games. That's that, February 3rd. Yeah, and that's against the Oilers tomorrow on Thursday and Saturday, both in Edmonton. What do you guys think? We saw this matchup twice already this year. Quick uh, takes and what you think the record's going to be. Paul, start us off. I'm going to go one win, zero losses, one overtime loss, so one oh and one Okay. I'll jump in quickly. I'll give you a chance oh. to think, Zach. I wrote down 1-1-0. One, one, and oh. I think we've seen it a lot in the NHL this year with games in back-to-back against teams. Not necessarily in back-to-back days, but two games in a row against a team where they split the games just because one team comes out flat-footed in the first game, kind of chip on their shoulder, second game, and they come out with the win. So I'm going to say 1-1-0, one, one, and oh, a win and a loss. Do it, Zach. Take us to the promised land. Redeem yourself. I don't, I don't want to be that negative guy. No, say two and zero. Oh. He wants to say two and zero. Oh, I know he does. Say two and zero. Oh. It's a good. It's a good bet. I don't want to be that guy. 
I think they're going to go 0-2. Oh, uh, uh, Zach. Zach, you're becoming the I think villain the of the You're becoming the villain. I know, I know. I don't like it because I said the Matthews thing, and then now I don't want to say this, but F's I feel like chat for Zach. Edmonton's going to win both of them. And I think they're both going to be in regulation. But not so that say that we don't Leafs. play well, but I just. I think it honestly depends on how cost. I'm going to say yes. That's. You know what you're going to get for the most part from the yeah, Leafs? Yeah, he's so And the, back and the forth, Oilers offense, so. it's Koskinen. And I have him in fantasy. So, Miko Koskinen, if you're listening, play like very poorly against the Leafs. I, but after that, feel I free to plays... have a career season. Okay. How about the rest of the season? And one more very important point. Leafs, fantasy owners, if you're listening, never wish for success on a player who's playing the Leafs on your fantasy team. That is just a disgrace. I agree. I agree. Actually, I want to check something really quickly. because Number one, go. Keep going, Paul, really quickly. I want to check something. I was just going to say it's the, the golden rule. Of a leaf of a leaf fan with fantasy, yeah. That is, wanna, you, you always wanna want a Leafs dub, and and just don't do that. It's bad. Yeah, bad. I had Mark. I had Markstrom on my fantasy team, and I was still wanting the Leafs to. to I kind of wish they shot more what? and scored a little bit less, and then Calgary <laughs> would not score at all. That would be I was like just, ideal, but. I was just gonna say, Zach. I was gonna call you out on it because I remember in the chat yesterday you said you, <laughs> you said you wanted a Leafs dub, but you also said that you didn't want them to score as much on Mark. Like Trump. a one nothing win would be I disappointing. Mean, like, yeah, a one nothing win. Like it. the Leafs throw forty five shots on and only score one. When once, have like... the Leafs had a one nothing win? Dating back to nineteen. Uh, why don't you look it up? I wouldn't doubt that. Laughs. All right, um, my turn to look. You can look up. it up quickly. I Laughs. was actually because, curious like, to. To check because Simmons scored yesterday, and knowing how much Leaf fans drive Yahoo Fantasy, I was curious if after mm-hmm. two goals in two games for Simmons, if his ownership percentage went up, but it didn't. It's still at four percent. So Honestly, if you like I an insanely, get on the get on the get on the Wayne train if hype. You have an insanely deep fantasy league. Don't pick up Wayne Simmons. He's not a good fantasy player. Hot take. Don't pick him up. I love him. As everyone a wants to go. Everyone wants to jump on the Wayne train. Uh, uh, can I get a one-way ticket? You gotta please? go on that Wayne train hype. Did you find anything, Zach? One-way ticket on the Wayne train to to Snipe City. I see, we got less I see than two a one nothing Kings win. We got less than but two minutes. Okay, you keep minutes. looking. I will kind of wrap us up. First of all, if you're listening to this and you're still listening almost an hour in, thank you. And I'm sorry if we bored you, but I know we didn't because if you're listening to this, you either <laughs> are a family or a friend of ours and you have no choice and you're biased about what we do. Or you're a friend of ours. And if you're just a random person who came across this, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. We'll see you next week. We're doing episodes every Wednesday. And if there's a Leaf game that night, it'll be released at some point before the game. So you have a chance to listen. Really quickly, check us out on Instagram. We mentioned at Original6Podcast. That's the word Original6IXPodcast. We have an awesome series there where we predict our first goal scorer for each team of every Leaf game. And if you comment on the post, get it right. We will give you a shout-out. If you get both right, that is, both players from each team, we'll give you a shout-out on the next episode of The Potty. Go, Leafs, go. Guys, you have, like, 40 <laughs> seconds. What do you have to say for yourselves? Oh, nothing. It was just a fun time. Hopefully, we can continue. And uh, it was awesome. go, Leafs, go. Let's Zach, get did those you find dubs. anything? 30, we're going to record. Seconds. I, did, I did not find anything. Okay, so also, here. I, we're going to have, like, 20 episodes, but I'm not going to say potty. Potty. P-O-D-D-Y. <laughs> if you're watching this, check 
nope. the last Leafs one nothing win for us. So that'll be it. Thank you guys so, so much once again for listening. For Paul and Zach, this is Ryan and Original Six Podcast. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you very much. Have a good one. And go Leafs go, baby. See ya. Peace.